What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. We are the Little Big Cast. On today's show, Rachel checks in her eye bags at the Delta counter. <laughs> There's so many. Drew has chili peppers on Rate My Professor. Better believe it. And Jeff asks about tasteful nudes. All this and more on episode 25 of the Little Big Cast. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 25 of Little Big Cast. My name is Jeff Hawks, and I just sneezed on the intro for you. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Is that, that. what that was? Bless it you. It was. Yeah. My eyes are watered, and I sneezed really hard because I have allergies. So deal with it, people. Hey, and, I have uh, them too. Hey, I'm not alone. Speaking of me not being alone, with me as always, uh, <laughs> the. Uh, in- <laughs> How's that for Great segue. segue. The, uh, the educator extraordinaire, Drew Tyler. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Bless you. Look at and, that swipe. Uh, I saw that. And what? our little, our sleepy little Asian friend, Rachel Hernandez. <laughs> Hello. I'm the sleepy one. <laughs> Not just Asian, though. Also uh, a little bit of Mexican in there also as well, right? a little, little brown. So in the wintertime, I'm like this awkward yellow. And then in the summertime, I'm like this crispy brown. That sounds like perfect. Mexi- Mexican? Uh, Mexican, Asian. Asian. I like some Asian. Other, some other racial ones that we won't get into. <laughs> Sleepy little Asian. It's me. I've been awake for like 16 hours. There you go. Perfect. <sighs> I've done a lot today. Cool. Well, then since you're the tired one, we'll have you go first and uh, you can just get it out of the way before you take a nap during Drew's news. I know. I might. My, my eye bags, though, I feel like I could check them in at Delta for like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so That's a $50 charge, ma'am. I know we um they're free on international flights. You get one. I need to stop. This is going to be interesting. Anyway, down a weird path now, Rachel. Stay on, stay on target. So I was at work today and I was trying to get some girl to buy something. And I guess like our food sales are really low. So I was very desperate trying to get her to buy something. And I was like, you know what? You can have it cold. You can take it home. You can put it in the blender. You can just do whatever you want. Just buy this muffin right now. <laughs> And it didn't work, and everyone. You didn't get the sale. I didn't get the sale, and <laughs> I swallowed my pride and I tried and just whatever. Anyways, besides working, I've been. Uh, I started the Wolf Among Us. It's Very pretty cool. rad. How far did um, you get? Not far at all. I'm probably like about halfway done with the first episode. Okay, cool. But is it is it fair to say let's plan on the second episode for next week? Next week can for we do sure. That? I can do that. Hopefully, okay. no white. Oh, well, she's dead. Sorry, did I kill did I uh, that for you? Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Man, I was thinking she was going to be the bad guy because she like drove off. The that was kind of messed up, Drew. Yeah, let's do that next week. Okay. Go ahead, Rachel. Sorry. Father. <laughs> I'm Wolf Among Us, and I'm just trying to get back in the whole like school, work, sleep, video game life, and it's not working out very well, but I'm getting there. And then I spent a lot of money on just stuff because that's what girls do when school starts back up and stuff. They buy stuff. So I bought shoes. I bought a microphone. So I won't sound like crap next week. 
Oh, Yay. I'm so excited for that. Sleepy little Asian sounds good. I know. And then... Rachel, all the fans think you sound heavenly. It's just these two <laughs> doofuses over here. It just does. <laughs> Thanks, KG. Your snores will be caught in perfect audio fidelity. I was... Uh, yep. Uh, soon. But yep, that's pretty much been me just figuring out how to manage everything again and video games. So I'm glad I started The Wolf Among Us. And I told myself I'd probably get a PS4 before the night. So and, and we'll see. I need to take out a loan, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> it'll it will be. be. Can you like beg the man friend or something? I mean, is there anything that you can do to like just try and, and you know? <laughs> there, there's so I'm things against that... loans. I feel I'm slightly loans. guilty, but we'll see. Okay. Maybe. Good luck. Good Maybe luck. he's he's going for the Xbox One. Get rid of this clown. And he tries and tells me all this good stuff about it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> R- Rachel, just tell him this. I have an Xbox One, a launch Xbox One. It's not even plugged in right now. Aww. See? See? KT yeah. didn't plug it in. He's a, he's a Halo nerd loser guy thing, though. Bring him over to Destiny. He'll be just fine. That's what I was telling him, but they don't get the Halo anniversary edition. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, what about you guys? Who's next? I nominate Drew. Yay, Drew. Here's here's my recap for the last week. <laughs> Not much. Netflix. Bueller. Yeah, that's it. Bueller. <laughs> my Little Pony reruns. <laughs> no, I haven't done much at all this week. Um, in fact, I don't even think I played much more of um, Wolf Among Us. Uh, I might have done like 20 minutes on Hohokam, but I've been writing uh, assignments. Now that the syllabi are all ready and the classes are going, now I've got to decide what to teach in each class. So. I hear you've got a lot bigger classes than uh, the last couple of years too. Like, uh, it's, it's I was kind talking of to someone deal. today that studio is like huge this, this semester. We have, 30, we have 30, 30 plus in the studio, which is fantastic. My live event, which is usually like the first two weeks, I'm like begging people to come in. Hey, please come here. We feed you. We give you free stuff. Um, <laughs> That class has like nine or ten right now, wow. and then my I have two two sessions of that essentials class. Both are full at twenty four. So that's yeah. crazy. I'm, I, this guy. I, some somebody must have checked out rate my professor and found out that I had a hot pepper. <laughs> that's what it was though. <laughs> but really, spicy spicy pepper. Yeah, I haven't done a whole lot. So that's it, so, Jeff. What are you doing? Well, first of all, like I'm curious. Do you do you know what it was that changed that brought thirty yeah. people into the class? Yeah. We kick ass. Well, I knew that, <laughs> but like, I like, I would like to assume that. Well, um, I think. Never so, mind. I was gonna say it's. I I would like to assume that I was part of that too. Oh, back I'm sure when, you were, Yes. That yes. the studio kicked ass when I was there, but yes. apparently that's not a true fact. No, it so did, it did. It did. It did. No, really, what it is is. Um, for those of you that are listening, basically, I'm an advisor for a student media group, and we started out as a news team when I first got in about four years ago, and I quickly changed it to just a entertainment slash anything video production house, which I think has drawn in a lot of interest from people that normally wouldn't be interested. Right, and on right, top right. of that, um, we've kind of built a funnel as the way it's supposed to be is curriculum should drive what the co-curricular organizations are doing. And so by making things like Essentials of Digital Media a a required class for PR majors as well as digital media majors as well as multimedia journalists majors, then there's three emphasis there that have to take that class. 
which increases the number of people that are exposed to me and and Studio 76 because we often do things together. So I think that has helped kind of suck, sucker people into the studio because the studio is just fun and games. We make TV. So I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think people are just looking for for realism out of college, right? I mean, you've right. sat through enough classes. You find one class that right. says you get to put your hands on a camera and make whatever the hell you want. Then that's a class you're going to, well, and you get to make things that could potentially land you a job later exactly. on as well. Like exactly. That's, I mean, the work that you, I mean, the work that you and I did at CES, while not directly related to school, was still related to school and yeah, PR. You know, yep. um, honestly, like I don't even know if I told you this, but the interview that I did with the uh, the tech podcast network got me the job. Like, yes. Do you remember the interview where you're like, yeah. "Hey, this guy wants to do an interview. You want to do it?" Like, yep. I interviewed him and I put my video that I made that they made onto my online portfolio and that's what got me the job. And so I think to be involved with, uh, to be involved with organizations within a school that do that, whether it's, you know, entertainment, like E news style, uh, entertainment shows, whether it is, uh, live streams. Like we last semester did a bunch of live streams of video games, like outlast and different things. Um, there's definitely an audience for that. And there's definitely a, uh, I don't know, an opportunity there that if students want to grab onto it, like it's a lot of fun. Thanks, it's guys. definitely it's a lot better hope. than the boring, I don't know. Lots of hope. Cause in my Calm business multimedia major, I was getting a bunch of internships for like tech support oh. and awesome, <laughs> sweet, fun jobs like that. And I was like, I'm out of here. This I think that was blows. A good choice. Yeah. When you, so, when you need, when you need an internship or job, come see me. I've got a few online ready to go. Yay. So Rachel, what you should start doing, Rachel, is like a weekly, like video game vlog through Studio you know, 76. I kind of wanted to do a, just a vlog in general, but Drew crushed my dreams on I being did? internet famous. So, I, Oh, right. Because I told the whole didn't. class that it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> I felt, I felt to mention, Drew, this is how so, I get talent. I felt to like, mention well, that if you're a Mexican and a chick, you've got a good chance. I didn't tell the yeah. class that. And you right. talk about video games. Like, and you talk about video games. Yeah, it can be, for you. Yeah, <laughs> can be okay. Definitely. I'm just, yep, just like, hey, G4, anyone, anything, hire me, please. But we'll see. Yeah. Speaking cool, of, hey, so before we get into my thing, speaking of vlogging, because we are kind of a conversational podcast and we can kind of go wherever we want to. Are you, did you guys hear about the uh, the big um, what I can't remember the name of the YouTube channel, but the feminist video gamer Sarkeesian. person? That, what is it? Uh, I'm gonna miss her first. Sarkeesian, right? And yeah, Nita? yeah. So she did. She basically made a did a, a video blog, um, and she her entire channel is uh, video game related dialogue and um, information related to like feminism, right? And she talked about. And I don't know why I'm getting into this other than the fact that Rachel just talked about doing something with video games and video, right? Um, but man, I was I was shocked at like the comments that were being made at this woman. So she put up a video last week that was it's uh, tropes in video games. That's what right. it's called. That's her series. And she's and she's done tons of them. People people very much right. know who she is. Yeah, definitely. Um, but she did one last week that was like using women as background characters and also as like a uh, a focus for like um, sexual violence. And she she so she um, on her Twitter feed posted a screenshot of some of the replies or some of the tweets that were being sent to her from male video game players 
about her thing and they were like i'm going to rape and murder you i'm going to kill your family i know where you live like and this was from like dozens of video game players and so obviously like you hope that that's a very like loud minority right that that's happening but i mean last week we talked about how video gamers or maybe it was two weeks ago how women are like 40 46 percent of the video game Right, world the people playing yeah. games are women and uh reading this was really frustrating to me did you guys see this at all did you have any um i think oh, yeah. i posted it to our feed well yeah no i, I totally saw it. if you uh sarkeesian has been doing stuff for a long time and she's very much a, a big player in how uh, feminism is addressed because there is not a voice or has not been for a long time that kind of points out um these things that can change, and I believe that she's she's got a power to, to change, and she's she's doing well. It's unfortunate the backlash that she's getting from inside the gamer community because while well, she's she's she games and she kind of points out all of these like what would you call them this done discrepancies or I guess just kind of like hey did you notice this did you know that this needs to change this needs to change she's she's pretty grating the way that she does it. I mean it's just like any other sort of like overly produced. Um, Right. So, you know, but, but to get to your point of like the comments, yeah, I was floored. It's just like, who are these people? I'm not one, like, we talk about this when we talk about MOBAs and other large scale games. I'm not one to really participate in the large scale um, conversations or the, or the chatter that happens. I'm, I'm there to play the game. And, and that's what I love about Destiny. Your fire right. team's the only ones that can hear you. And that's, you know, you're getting the job done. But in those larger scale things, um, and we talk about this with Robin a little bit. It's 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 a meat house. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, you just want to sit. Go ahead. It's Rachel. forgotten about too because like I don't know. It's hanging out with like normal people and normal human beings who like treat girl gamers as normal humans. It's a change of pace because it's true though. When you do go out in the world, you forget you forget that people don't treat you the same. And I don't know. It's kind of weird because like I think about when I played Halo back when I was in like high school and junior high and how I had to change my character to be a male and how I just wouldn't use my mic because before like fire teams and chats, like I would get betrayed. People would stab me when they found out I was a girl. That's why I always pick a neutral gamer tag or PSN name because if it, if there's anything that shows my femininity, I get, I get treated differently and it's a big world. It's ridiculous. It honestly is. It's like, who is it? The anonymity is just the fact that people can have these handle tags. You men are pigs is what it is. Yeah, right. It is ridiculous. I'll I'll give you that, Jeff. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's they actually had to have send uh, police out to our house because some of the threats were so specific. Um, and that that to me is just it's retarded. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely sad. insane, and it's it's something that I don't think would be tolerated even by the community itself anywhere else. And that's um, it was interesting to see a lot of game like. I appreciated that I saw a lot of game developers like retweeting her and being like, you know what, this is something that needs to change. And that's right. Yeah. I think you see a huge difference in like the games that, um, that don't abuse that or that aren't using women purely as a background decoration. Right. Like, so that was the title of this episode that kind of caused this, this firestorm was women as background decoration. And she goes into talking about, um, you know, that she discusses how uh, sexualized females' bodies, female bodies, often occupy a dual role as both sexual playthings and perpetual victims of male violence. And um, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess the reason I bring this up is like, I'm glad that a conversation is happening about happening about this. And I mean, just briefly when you mentioned Rachel, that you had considered doing so, like a video game thing. Like I, th- I think these are the conversations that need to happen. And I think these, these guys, these like demented men that think it's okay to, to say things like this. I think they need to see and have a woman actually tell them like, that it's not okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, and, and what I think and they like, need to see people rally behind those women. Right. It's super funny too, because, um, I had discussion. I don't think people realize how many girls are actually like in the gaming world too. Like how many females are a part of like making the last of us and making a part of all the, like, they're not just dudes. And one of my professors like, doesn't not necessarily that, but I just, people don't realize that we're there. Like, <laughs> Whether these people like it or not, like we're creating your games too, you know. And that's not, that's actually know? a very interesting point. Like, I would be I would be very interested in learning, um, like, take the Last of Us or Naughty Dog in general, right? Like, right. Uncharted, Uncharted. I don't think um, while while there is a male protagonist, um, I never felt as I played through the games that there was any kind of like um, marginalization of female characters within the games. Um, the same is true of The Last of Us. Like, I feel like The Last of Us was, while not a perfect, um, but perfect. While not a necessarily <laughs> like a perfect representation of feminist ideals, um, a very good and true, I think, depiction of men and women without, um, like, I don't think Ellie was sexualized at all, and she was still a very powerful character. Um, Joel never. I don't know, like, so we know that Naughty Dog, like, you have Amy Hennig, right? A lead writer in the Uncharted series who now is working on this new Star Wars game. I would be very curious to see, like, how many women work in that studio versus how many women are working in, like, a Grand Theft Auto studio or a Saints Saints Row the Third. I think it would be very interesting to see and follow up on exactly what you said, Rachel. Like, women are making these games, too, and you're right, they are. So... Are they like what companies are they working for? What games are they making, and what creative role are they filling within these studios? And and on one hand, you know, you got to make a paycheck. So I don't know. It's like true. maybe and there are women programming Grand it's Theft Auto. Like hookers, however, but. you want to see it too, because I mean, like girls will see Grand Theft Auto and they'll be offended by it. But it's like it's a video game. She's a hooker. Like that's what it is i don't know like even like with the whole dove campaigns and stuff about how beauty isn't photoshopped and stuff like that it's like yeah we know that we understand that i feel like that's something that's like widely accepted now it's like we we get that so people can complain about it but it's like the truth is out there and you can have an image of like the saints row grand theft auto females all you want but i mean like that's not how it is and i think people understand that which is why i'm not offended which is why i play grand theft auto and i didn't I had complaints, but they didn't have anything to do with the depiction of females just because, like, I don't know, as sad as it is, like, you kind of get used to it being a girl. Right, but, but the biggest biggest problem here is coming more from the reaction of the gamer community, at least when it comes to the, the anonymous ability to to tweet at and to attack somebody that points some of those things out. We, I, I'm with you, yeah, you kind of get used to it, and you're like, okay, it was just a game. But the fact that there are retarded people out there that are <laughs> calling, or, you know, that are saying these horrible things... Just because they feel like they can, you know, digitally get away get away with it without being caught, um, 
perhaps there's something else that needs to be addressed in just the way that uh, we're, I don't know, civility online is is kind of gone, and and that's and that's sad. That's sad to me. Yeah. Speaking <sighs> of sexualization, guys. Sexualization. Today, yes. Today, Jeff. I sent my I sent the vice president of business uh, for my company a message saying that I was all for tasteful nudity in a photo shoot (laughs) that I meant to send that I meant to send to my direct supervisor as part of an inside joke Uh about about a photo shoot (laughs) happening for the company. Inside jokes. You accidentally pushed it to the VP. (laughs) The VP. And fortunately, (laughs) So fortunately, uh, I know the guy and we've worked a couple shows together and it's fine. But I like, I sent it and I kept having a conversation with the other people that work with me. And then it was like, I just sent this to this guy. (laughs) Like it was a solid minute and a half before I realized what I had done. And and he hadn't responded and 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 Skype was saying he was online and I was just like, no. I just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just oh, wrote, I, I sent him a message after that. And I was like, so that was part of an inside joke and <laughs> I'm retarded. I apologize. <laughs> so I was, I'm, I'm killing it with the segues today, today guys. I don't so know. I killing it with the segues. Uh, as far as gaming goes this week though, I've played a lot of trial fusion. That game is the best time waster in between that beta for destiny and the actual <laughs> destiny coming out. I, I have no desire to get into anything else. Like, um, yeah. So it's, it's just basically a time killer. I've been playing that a lot. Um, trying to get like the gold medal on every level. It's super fun, super simple, Welcome. but like really challenging too. It actually is kind of like a, a souped up iPhone game, you know, like mm-hmm. where you have to balance your, your forward and um, back leaning and, climb over rocks and go off jumps and stuff. So kind of silly, but a lot of fun. And, uh, aren't those our the little, best games though? Yeah, totally. Like they're the best time killers ever. Um, and that kind of wraps up what I've been doing. So let's, let's press on and just get right into Drew's news. If you're, if you're ready, Drew, I'm ready. Should we do it? Let's roll some news. I've got five quick ones for you. Basically, these are these are them in a nutshell. Um, Bloodborne coming to the PS4 on February 5th. So we've got a date now. Bloodborne, February 5th. That's pretty cool. Because yeah. we, I think most people assumed this was coming out winter of next year. So right. I'm very pleased that it's coming out soon. Yeah, that's like five, six months. It's it's not that far off. So you excited, Rachel? You, are you going to play Bloodborne? Um, I don't think I have the patience to play Bloodborne. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll just be kind of like one of those filler killer. I don't know. Cause that's kind I feel of like, like you'll still be you'll be neck deep in Destiny. I know. It's, it's, that's possible. You know, that's, that's so possible. sad because people are like, what have you been up to lately? I'm like saving up for a PS4. That's literally <laughs> all I've been doing. So. You, at least you've set a goal and you're going for it. I don't think I'm even there yet. I'm <laughs> still dreaming about giving I'm so up. determined. <sighs> so more PS4 news. We, we talked a little bit about PT, that Silent Hill demo that uh, Guillermo was part of with, uh, who was it? Kojima. Yes. So that has been downloaded one million times. So you know that that pairing and and that teaser has the buzz has been made. 18. So 
<laughs> the what? Smooth KT. <laughs> the AT? It's so, not yeah, even anyway. IGN. Yeah, it is. So, so yeah, anyway, a million times downloads for a demo is, is going to be kind of cool. I can't, I think we should plan a, a date in the next week or two to play yeah. through it. Phil, just are you ready to just escape from the bullshit of our real Earth lives? What is happening? Literally every. I just, I just, I'm <laughs> off the page as he's showing, as she's showing the stuff. I'm, I'm just scared to even watch like that, like that, that, that right there. <laughs> See, I think Silent Hill has a really big like name behind it too. I mean, yeah. I remember being afraid of what, I, what of. Uh, sorry, they were both very scared females, and that's funny we were talking. Anyways, uh, Silent Hill always scared me as a kid too. Like I used to watch my brothers play it. So I'm glad it's coming back. KT, can you get your act together with it's, those autoplay videos, please? It's <laughs> Kidding. Those autos. Um, <laughs> So I'm not kidding. Get it together, KT. <laughs> if you're a web programmer and you autoplay, I hate you right now. <laughs> What's funny is that... We, uh, uh, okay. What's funny, Drew? I want to know. I, I can't even remember what I was going to say. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Let's What's just next? move on. Persona. Number three, Persona 5 is confirmed for, the, for next gen. So PS4 will be seeing Persona 5. Not sure when, but that is uh, some good news, kind of exciting news coming our way. Persona 4 was an uh, RPG that, that did very well. A lot of people loved. 5 is on its way for PS4, and I believe eventually... For the other system, I guess, or maybe it's not clear. Yeah, yet. so it was it was first it was first announced as coming to the PS3. Um, it right. was announced as a PlayStation 3 exclusive, um, and now it's Sometime been announced to also be coming to the PS4. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think there's there's got to be a lot of people looking forward to that. So definitely. <laughs> uh, have you either of you played the Personas? No. Negative. Oh, that makes hugely that hugely popular game though. Um, I if I ever can. I don't know. I've, I've, I'm trying to convince myself to pick up a Vita just because of how much I've been traveling recently. Oh yeah. So uh, if that happens, uh, Persona will probably be my first, my first pickup. I'm just gonna dance. All right. What kind of dance? <laughs> I don't know. Rachel's in. To... Rachel's into like the weird, tired stage right now. Don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, it's mine. I kept rocking the beats and it was mine that was playing it. How funny wow. is that? Wow. That was me. And All right, I'm here the we tired go. One. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's see if we can make it through the last couple here. Uh, here's a rumor for you. We usually have a weekly rumor. So this rumor is that Activision is starting to take up a little relations with Take Two, maybe possibly looking to purchase Take Two. What would that mean if Activision picked up Take Two? Uh, basically that they would own the rights to Grand Theft Auto. They would own the rights to games like Red Dead Redemption. Um, it would be a big purchase. So, yeah, I mean, it would be a huge... They have some pretty good purchase. talent, like development Is that talent. something I mean, to like EA Games tried purchasing that previously, but it was only for $2 million, and they were undervalued, so they didn't buy it. Yeah. They also... Um, it also mentions that a big part of why they want to do this is for movies. I think Activision wants to be moving into the the, the movie world, and so they they mention in this article from Tech Times that uh, um, basically that Take Two had pushed a what was the game or the the movie? Um, I just had it and then I lost it. Basically, though, that that there have been se- several scripts submitted for games like. 
Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, and they've all fallen short. But Activision has been able to push through a World of Warcraft movie uh, that's currently in production. Uh, so specifically, it says Take Two has had issues with getting a Bioshock film made. Um, Weird. Wow. And so, yeah, so this is this is a big move. If they pick this up, um, not only are they going to be looking to make, I mean, if the rumors are true, right? Not only are they going to be make, looking to make additional games, but they're also going to be looking into creating films of, you know, popular game franchises, which, you know, I on one, on one hand, I think that's cool. Like, sure movie games are cool but personally like i'd rather them make good video games and just like you know the cg that's going into creating this really awesome movie i'd rather have just have that time spent on a video game make a video game that's good that i want to play for a whole lot of hours i'll get a lot more enjoyment out of that than i will out of a two-hour movie right right and that's i'll agree with that i'll give you that all right the last news that i have is that ps4 will be getting theme support so that is forthcoming. They've announced that you will be able to see themes on the PS4. So by the time I get one, I might be able to see. A theme. <laughs> I was going to say they did like that little... just for me. They're like, oh, Rachel's getting a PS4. Let's give her some themes. Let's let her decorate it. Totally. So that's coming with firmware 2.0 launch, right? That they'll have some, some themes, I believe, is when that's yeah, coming. Yeah, that's what it so says. That for the PS4 and Vita, that's going to be kind of, yeah, that'll be nice. Custom themes, neat. Uh, what do you say? That's going to be nice. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be yeah. a lot of fun. Um, it's something, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really care about it, but uh, there are a lot of people that do. I think a lot of people want to be able to, cu- like, you want to be able to customize your stuff. You want to be able to spin sure. your backgrounds and you want to yeah. be able to have it be personal to you. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. And then, of course, last last little tidbit. I'll throw this one in. There's like a little bonus news. <laughs> Because we hadn't had anything Destiny related yet, Destiny continues to do some pretty dang cool stuff. Uh, you guys played with this today. I didn't play with it, so one of you walk me through what we're looking at. You want to take it, Rachel? Oh nope, Jeff, you okay. should take it. So basically, uh, the so the way that marketing works, right, is for a company like Activision, they're farming out their their marketing plans, and you have these uh, marketing firms that are putting these huge enormous multi-million dollar budgets together and so one of the things that that has been done for destiny is uh they've teamed up with google to actually create like um basically like a google maps street view of the destiny worlds so you can go to mars you can go to venus you can go to earth and you can look at the earth from afar and then zoom into a certain location and basically have a street view where you walk around the, the different places on Mars and you can look at different enemies and you can have, you can click on those enemies and it gives you descriptions of them. And uh, it's, it's all powered by Google. It looks like you are looking at a real life like Google map street view. And it is... Awesome. Like, um, that is cool. As a marketing student, um, as a marketing coordinator for a company, uh, I'm always interested in creative and interesting uh, marketing plans. And this is definitely something that I think goes beyond the norm. And, you know, I I just have to say, like, Destiny continues to impress me. Like, uh, their, their marketing campaigns been awesome their advertising campaigns have been awesome in the way that they've approached you know the alpha and the beta and like working up to this 
um, kind of peak of buzz and popularity as their game's about to launch. Uh, I think it's really cool, and they've done a, they've just done a great job. So, yeah, I, amen. They keep impressing, and that, my friends, is the news. Then let's kick it over to Rachel. What's up? With the. Uh, Okay, so some stuff. Okay, so some stuff. September 2nd, Velocity 2X, or two times, I'm not quite sure. And Mega Man X4 comes out, came out. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Yeah, it's out. You should should take a nap. I know. Well, I didn't have time to take a nap, so I just need to go to bed. Um, (laughs) September 9th is Destiny. The day, the day of the days. September oh. 16th, we have Naruto Shippuden. If you're a Naruto. Sounds a, like a, a new breed of dog. I know. It's, it's an anime thing. <laughs> it's a hybrid dog. <laughs> so be, I'm picking up my Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> it's going to be a fighter. My brother actually has a Shiba Inu, and he got them before Dodge was cool. So that's his pride and joy. Uh-huh. Uh, also, September 16th, we have Anomaly 2. I Yeah. Um, September 23rd, the Disney Infinity 2.0, National Doctrine, FIFA 2015, and it's kind of a big deal to those sporty folks. folks. Um, I believe NHL is somewhere in there, too. I guess there's a hockey game, too. Um, Arcana Heart also comes out on September 23rd, and a game called Flockers. I saw that incorrectly the first time. I know. Crazy mother (laughs) Flockers. What is that about? What kind of style game is that? I'm going to guess I didn't read into it, but I I want to say it has to do with chickens. That's my guess. I want to know. Flockers. Flockers. Well, he's doing that. September 24th, uh, Dark Souls 2, Crown of the Ivory King, and also Defense Grid 2. So, yeah. What'd you find? Flockers is by the Worms guys. It's by the Worms guys, but it's with sheep. I was close. Flocks of sheep, I believe. Uh, it's out on Steam Early Access, but if you're going to wait for the brand... Watch this guy finished. eat some food. So it's a puzzle game. It's coming out uh, September 19th, like you said. Uh, these are the guys that ate worms. It looks reminiscent of their d- Lemmings design. Kind of a real-time puzzle game. <laughs> I, haven't seen a, I haven't seen that for a while, so yeah, I might check that out. Sheep! I'm a, I'm a puzzler. Oh, see, look at the yikes. I almost said I'm gonna play that with the kids until I saw the <laughs> video. <laughs> Changed my mind. All I know is that after September 9th, the only game I care about through the end of the year probably is freaking <laughs> Far Cry Four. That's oh, the only other. That's the, the only other thing. To. Yeah, that's the only other thing that I think even will be a blip on my radar. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. So um, we were going to kind of discuss, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Destiny and the marketing kind of surrounding Destiny. And we were going to talk briefly about some of our favorite uh, marketing campaigns and ad campaigns within the gaming community. But are you guys cool with pushing that off for a week? Because we've been going longer than we wanted to. Yeah, we're long. Uh, long. So let's, uh, let's, let's take a week to kind of contemplate and let that, uh, let that simmer come to a nice... Come to a nice flavorful uh, soup of marketing delightfulness. And then uh, we'll get into that next year. Wow, next year. Next See, I'm year. as tired as Rachel is. We just all need to go to sleep. Yep. So let's do that. Uh, 
so this has been episode 25. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you would like, you can feel free to tweet at us. We are at LittleBigCast. You can also email us, littlebigcasts at ktdata.net. We are, as always, the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. Thank you for listening. Uh, and yeah, adios, people. Good night, folks. Good night. You guys need to get popular enough where they're going to leak naked photos of Drew on the internet. <laughs> on if only I shot enough of them, then they could do that. Dude, why did we Why did we not wait until the show was started to say that? That would have been great. Who says I haven't been recording? <laughs> oh, you haven't been recording. Rachel, just work that in somewhere. About <laughs> just like, so Drew's about those risque photos. <laughs> and Jeff, it. remember... When you have the urge to say something about KT not playing the music, just wait (laughs) another two seconds. It's coming. (laughs) Is this the part where I'm not supposed to ask if KT is already playing the music? It's rate my professor, by the way. It's rate my professor. Isn't it? (laughs) Thanks. You put rate your professor. It's rate my. It's not rape. And Jeff asks about tasteful nudes. All this and more on episode 25 of the Little Big Cast. I need to record that again. That was awful. What tasteful news? (laughs) Tasteful nudes. That's what I sent to my boss. But just so fun. Drew has a chili as his rate my (laughs) professor. I do. I really do. A big old fat stinking chili. Drew has a chili. It's not a chili paper. It's a chili pepper. (laughs)